0: Hey everyone, and hello. So we are on the third of February. I think it is third of Feb. So what I thought we would go through today is just a few little bits and pieces to cover um, that I think will help you in some areas that aren't just fitness-related, and it might be something that you, you are or aren't struggling with when it comes to your personal circumstances not just sports-specific stuff and one area of your life. Uh, i found now that by working with so many people for so long that there's got to be some common behaviour traits. The first being, something that I think we all definitely have, I won't say been guilty of, but fallen victim to at some time, is, is what most coaches call learned helplessness. So, my interpretation of this comes in a simpler, but more direct way. Uh, More often than not, we know exactly what we should do, but we fuck about and we make up reasons why we don't do it. Now, some of these reasons may be genuine, and a high amount of the reasons that we give actually deep down behind wanting to... Protect ourselves from being responsible for the lack of action that we're taking, uh, aren't genuine at all. So, why, when we know what to do, do we still not take any action? So, this is what I want to go through. And if you can think of an example for yourself, then it might, it might be worth writing that down to take some notes on that. So, a reason that I think a lot of the time... Is motivation and willpower so what I want to talk about first is willpower so why do I want to talk about that being honest because in my opinion I don't think that it works Uh, let me explain it this way so it's all hunky-dory and happy go lucky when we first begin to talk about willpower And it's all rosy and everything's going well. Usually that's before we start and before we've put any work in. So if you understand what I'm saying, then you've you've definitely been there. How many times have you done the following? So you've set some goals, which we're going to come to later. uh, And you've made a plan. And just like that, life runs up and kicks you straight in the nuts or punches you in the tits and you end up being dumped on by a big, steamy pile of shit. So what usually happens? What did you do? Think of an example. How did you handle it? What did you do in that situation? More often than not, what people actually do is this. They usually put themselves straight to the very bottom of the shit pile. Do you not think that that's true? And then by the time we've got back round to actually looking after ourselves, We've got no inverted brackets willpower left in order to do so. Do you agree? Agree or disagree? Let's go through a little alternative to using willpower, or as I sometimes like to call willpower, wishful thinking. The reason I call it this, and that most of the time when we set something in place based on willpower, is that we don't make useful considerations. And this comes hand in hand with goal setting. Most of what we will talk about today will be interconnected in one way or the other and will relate to goal setting, motivation and how you do it. So here is my alternative to willpower. It's crystal clear goal setting. So what is a goal? So a goal, obviously, is something that you are wanting to achieve. So something that you're wanting for yourself. But why does it have to be crystal clear? The the reason for this, if you've listened to any of our podcasts and stuff like that, you'll have heard me say where if you generalize and you set general goals, that you get general results. If you're not specifically clear on what it is that you want, how are you ever going to get it? You you don't just kind of want something. You don't just kind of need to breathe. You need to breathe. So why is crystal clear so let me explain why crystal clear goal setting is my alternative. The reason is the goal comes before the need to actually have any willpower. If you think of it like this, I suppose it's a different perspective. If you need to have some willpower to actually try and set a goal, then that's probably the first issue that we need iron out, don't you think? Think of a goal that you've set and not achieved. Do you know why that happened? What did you blame? What did you do? Did you have all the necessary skills? Did you take the time required to learn those those skills? Do you know the ins and outs of what happened at that time? So straight away, you can probably guess that goals are so much more than saying something and simply sticking to it and hoping that it fucking happens. So here is my goal setting for success breakdown. Okay, so there's different types of goals. We have long-term goals, we have short-term goals, and people usually say there's two, I say there's three things. There's long-term goals, short-term goals, and what we're fucking doing between them. Okay? So a long-term goal, what is that? So the long-term goal is the big dream. So the long-term goal is the ultimate vision of what you want to be for you, what you want your life to be, that pinnacle of all you are, all you can be, and everything that you want from your life, everything that you want to give back to anybody else, the experiences you want to have, the kind of life you want, you want to live and the legacy that you want to leave behind you. And the problem with this big goal is this long term goal is that people don't hold on to what they're dreaming about. They they let go of the dreams. If you don't have a dream to quote a song lyric, then you are never gonna have a dream come true and you'll spend forever wishing that you've gone after it think about what you want for you your health your family's health everything all essences of what you are as an individual and start making a plan from there that's the first thing so short-term goals let me expand on this okay so short-term goals What I want to go through in this is something that I call the 10% rule. And what that is, is so from your long-term goal, you should have established what your end game is. So what is it that you ultimately want to achieve? Now, as I said at the start, this can be applied to all areas. So it doesn't have to just be one area of your life and what I want you to do now that you've Got the end goal. Start working backwards in ten percent increments, and fit that into the time frame of which you want to achieve the goal. So the reason for this, it was found through a psychological study that if you focus on more than ten percent of the goal at any one time, the chances of you feeling overwhelmed and withdrawing from that goal because you feel like it's too much to handle emotionally, spiritually, uh, for you as an individual. The pressure is too large. The the fear of failure is too big. Then, what happens is you start to withdraw from that because you feel like it's too far away. So, ten percent increments, done over time. So you've got ten percent checkpoints fitting your time limit. So that's what I want you to think about, and that is where number number three comes into things. What you do in between number two and number one, so short term, long term, will ultimately dictate where you end up. My point being, if you don't take any action, if you don't address your habits, good or bad, if you don't get into routine, and you don't track these 10% increments so you know that you're going the right way, then more often than not, More often than not, you're not actually going to get there because you're not tracking what you're doing. So, you might think that goal setting is easy, which it is, in essence, it is very easy. But there's so much more to it than just saying what you want and then getting it for the rest of your life. It's not that simple. It's very easy to get wrong as well. This is just an example I would like to use, as I think, I may have gone through this with you, is what it's like, I like to call... Setting surface level goals. So what people do is, when they set a goal, they, they set it at a surface level. And the example of this will be, so what do you want from coming to a camp? Tell me why. My response usually is, no fucking shit. Why? You, you'll have heard this a zillion times before. Your why is your engine. Your gravity, your power. The very thing that you want that makes you do everything that you do. This ties back to the reason, in my opinion, that willpower is potential, but it is also potential to fail. If the reason, the why, the gravity is not big enough for you to make it work, come to classes, go to seminars, read some books, be humbled by the experience, then I'm sorry, but you have to ask yourself, are you really going for it? Do you really want it bad? Or are you just saying that you want it? So here are my big goal setting tips for success. Number one, clarity. So clarity is potential, it isn't power. Be crystal clear on exactly what you want for you, for your family, for the rest of your life, for your business, for your health, for your finances, and start to build the plan. Number two is find out that deeper meaning. Without the deeper meaning, there's no engine, there's no driving force, there's no push, there's nothing to keep you in the game when life throws a big pile of shit at you, which undoubtedly it's going to, okay? So, plan. Plan the ultimate stretching end goal and work backwards. Number four, put a time limit on the goal. Without a time, a date, an event, without putting it out there, ...and committing to it, it's just hot air. What I mean by that is it's just a wish. Until you put a time frame in place, you're just talking about it. You're just wishing It's not a serious thing. You haven't got to go for it. Number five, focus on one thing at a time. You can't spin a hundred plates and expect not to drop on it. It's been proven, although this is incredibly, incredibly obvious... ...that as human beings... We are shite at multitasking. We can't address more than one thing and give it 100%. It's been proven. It's very obvious, but it doesn't make sense, doesn't it? Number six is the increment and review method in 10% cycles. So, 10% cycles. Do it for 10%. Review the goal. Review the goal. Review the goal. Address what is going on. So, address it in order to be able to take the right action. If you ignore the problems like oil leaks in a car, they don't go away, they don't get better, they just get worse. Number seven, positive power to progress. Tracking your progress will motivate you, okay? For example, if you were saving in your piggy bank and you looked and after a couple of weeks there was 50 quid in there, You're going to be encouraged by that. Then you're going to save again. Then you're going to save again. That's just a a little example to use. Obviously, I'm not talking in monetary terms. But positive power gives progression. Progression gives positive power. They work together. Number eight is do not do the rose-tinted glasses thing and prepare for problems. Okay. Make adequate consideration for things that may or may not go wrong. If you plan for it and it doesn't go wrong, fucking happy days. If you don't plan for it and it goes wrong, you're in the shit pretty fast. Okay, you're up the creek without a paddle, so to speak. So that is goal setting covered from my point of view. So next podcast is going to be on some very basic nutritional stuff. Look out for it. I hope that helped everybody. Uh, Keep doing what you're doing. Cheers.